Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to a new podcast. My name is Thad Ismart. I am a senior financial planner at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. And today we're going to talk about a year-end financial checklist. I know everybody's finishing up Thanksgiving, getting ready for the holidays, but it's also a good year to take some time and make critical financial planning decisions about your taxes, investments, your savings. It's also a good time to look back on previous years and what worked, what didn't, any mistakes were made, what changes should be made. Creating a personalized, proactive strategy that meets your needs, personally, professionally, financially, for years to come is extremely important and to monitor those plans, those goals, as the years go on. First, let's look at your personal finances. This is something you should look back on as you go through the journey from where you are today all the way to and through retirement. No two paths, no two financial plans, no two journeys are the same. So it's important to look ahead Uh, See what we want to do, what you want to do. Are those goals accomplishable? And how do you accomplish those goals? You need to first review those goals that you set for the year and the previous year. Monitor your progress. And now, how close to you are meeting those year-end goals. If you missed a few, if you didn't max out your contributions to your retirement plan, maybe you didn't update important estate documents, That's okay, things happen, but now it's a good time to prioritize what is most important to you. Some questions you should think about as you look back at your goals could be, what were they last year? Start with those questions. Were were they easy to write down? Were they specific enough? Or were they too broad? So it wasn't really attainable because it wasn't really quantifiable. Were you successful in any type of progress, even if you didn't complete them? Were you able to make progress in accomplishing those goals? Were there any obstacles? If so, what were they? Could you overcome them? Or did you just push them to the side and because other things got in the way, like life? Also important is to celebrate those achievements. Did you reward yourself? It doesn't have to be something big, but if you got to a point where you accomplished one, two, three goals, did you set yourself up for a reward and did you go through, follow through with that reward? Some other questions to think about money in general. How do you feel about your overall financial plan, your wellness? What steps did you take to make you feel good about it? What did you do? Did you increase your contributions to your employer plan? Did you build up your emergency fund? Did you save for that extra special vacation that you wanted to take rather than put it on a credit card or or take a loan out? Are there financial habits that you want to eliminate, reduce? or change? And how can you learn from each of these situations, each of these habits, each of these thoughts? Most people don't sit down and actively think about this, but it's important, even in a broad manner, so you have an understanding of how you think about financial goals. Now, let's talk about a checklist. So what do you actually do? What box do you create that you can check off? Well, first, you can check your tax withholdings. 
Did you have a refund, tax refund last year? Uh, did you owe last year? A refund may indicate you could reduce your withholdings. Whereas if you owed money, you'd want to increase your withholdings. If you owe too much money, eventually you could owe penalties. And we'd want to avoid that. Were there life-changing events? Did you have a child or a dependent? That may cause you to change your withholdings. Work with your tax advisor, and then he or she can come up with any adjustments that need to be made. Take a look at your 401k. This could be your thrift savings plan, TSP, 403b, your employer-sponsored plan. You have until the end of the year to maximize your contributions. If you're over the age of 50 this year, the maximum contribution limit is 30000 That's pre-tax Roth or a combination of both if your plan offers Roth. If you're under 50, the maximum this year is 22000 500. Also, make sure you take your required minimum distributions if you're over the age of 72. If you don't take your distribution, it could be a penalty. They just recently changed that. It's now 25%. If you fail to take it, but take it in a timely manner next year, early next year, the penalty is down to 10%. So you want to make sure that you can make those contributions and those aren't, take those RMDs to avoid that penalty. You can make IRA contributions. For IRA contributions, you have until April 15th, generally, when tax deadline of the following year to make a contribution for the previous year. Roth IRA contribution limits for single folks and head of households phase out at 138000 If you make more than 150000 you cannot make Roth IRA contributions. Married folks, the limit is a little over two. It's two eighteen, and if you make over two twenty eight as a married filing jointly, folks, then you won't be able to make Roth IRA contributions. There's just some other ways you can make contributions to IRAs, such as a backdoor IRA or or, um, or just a non-deductible IRA contribution. Talk to your tax professional. But you have until April 15th tax deadline of 2024 to make them for 2023. If you're a business owner, you want to review your retirement plans, whether it's a simple IRA or a SEP IRA or a solo 401k defined benefit plan. These deadlines range from October 1st to tax filing deadlines until next year. So work with your professional, but it may be a time, it is a time to review your plans to see if any changes to the plans or plan changes themselves should be made. Don't forget about any type of health savings accounts or specifically, more importantly, I should say, because of the end of the year is flexible spending accounts. Most flexible spending accounts have a deadline and you can use the funds before the end of the year. Some plans offer you the ability to roll over five or $600 into the next year, or use it for expenses up to three months in the next year. Check with your plan, but most plans require you to use some of the funds, if not all, before the end of the year. So you might wanna stock up on pain relievers, Tylenol, aspirin, contact lens solution. There's a whole host of products that you can use for FSA contributions. Your HSA contributions, the little known fact, lesser known fact, is that you can make HSA contributions for 2023 until the tax filing deadline next year. So you can top off your savings now and with some money that you have next year, top off your health savings account because that deadline is a little bit later. Don't forget about saving for college if you have grandchildren or children. Contributions to these plans can be made at any time, but if you want to receive a tax deduction in this year for the contributions, as a Maryland resident, you can deduct up to $2,500 per person, per individual beneficiary, but you have to make the contribution in the year that you want the deduction. So before the end of the year, make the contribution just so you can ensure you get that tax deduction.
Review your charitable donations. A few years ago, the um, donations were eliminated from being able to be deducted without itemizing. So now in order to receive the tax deduction, you must itemize your deductions. If you do have any charitable intent and you are going to itemize your deductions, you should consider gifting taxable investments. And I say this because they could, your investments could have significant gains by making contributions, charitable contributions in the form of taxable investments with significant gains, you avoid having to pay capital gains tax and the charities that receive the investments do not have to pay capital gains tax either. It's never too early to start planning for next year. So even though we're buttoning up things for this year to make sure that you take advantages of all the financial planning aspects we've talked about so far, you want to talk about, think about your goals for next year. What milestones will you be experiencing? Do you have a plan for them? Do you need to make any changes in your budgeting, saving? Uh, starting now could help plan for these upcoming events, expenses, changes in the future, so you're not confronted with any surprises, any financial surprises. Closing out the year the right way will ensure they're taking advantage of these tax strategies, maximizing contributions, ensuring that you're using up all the funds in your health savings account and or flexible spending account, but also making sure that you have all of your goals laid out for you so that you can get to retirement. And if you're already there, have a comfortable retirement. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for another podcast from Baltimore, Washington Financial Advisors. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore, Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore, Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.